So we're talking that just so everyone knows when we're recording, this is the end of August when we're recording this, even though it's not going to show for probably about a month or two afterwards. But me and Jim have been talking about how busy we've been. Jim, what were you about to say? And then we'll do our introductions. Yeah, you were just asking me how I was doing. And I just told you I had a busy week. Uh, of course, you know, the, the fans of Star Trek Adventures will will know who've been following us for a while that I always talk about this on the forums and on our show, of course, that uh, I'm, I'm always busy with Star Trek Adventures, right? I've always got 30 or 40 or 50 projects in the works, whether they're digital supplements or print supplements or other things that we're working on. And uh, it's just been one of those weeks this week where um, I, every day I wake up and, and I remind myself how lucky I am to be in this position and how grateful I am to be in this position because I get to, I get to, um, like the stuff that I have to do for all the different products I'm working on. Um, I have an opportunity to reach out to different people in the big Star Trek family and say, Hey, I need this thing. Do you have a connect that can help me find this thing? Or can you find this thing? And, and, and they get me in touch with the most amazing people. And, and so I got in touch with an amazing person this week and I can't talk about it because oh, why, of, why do you tease us well, and torture us like this, Jim? We can go off the show and talk about it, but like there is, there is, there is a, a person in the big Star Trek family involved in the productions and involved in the, the sausage making and all that stuff who, who is very gracious with their time and, and has access to a whole bunch of stuff. And right now I'm just like, I'm, I'm the kid in the candy store seeing the galaxy in front of me thinking, if only I knew what questions to ask. Right. Because like they've got everything. It's like if I only knew the right questions to ask, I could start pulling on the strings. Okay. Don't torture me anymore. I, I, I yeah. hate, Sorry. you know, I hate suspense. Yeah, you yeah, know, I, I've told you this a million times. I'm so not don't... doing this on purpose. I'm just saying that I'm, I'm grateful and I'm lucky and I'm fortunate, but I'm especially grateful to be able to meet these really cool people who just love Star Trek and who, who have loved Star Trek their entire career and their entire life, just like me. And, yeah. and, 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 and the big thing is that they've seen our stuff. And they like our stuff and they like what we're doing. They've seen Star Trek Adventures. They're familiar with Star Trek Adventures. Okay, you're killing me now. Stop. <laughs> like I said, hey, I'm, I'm Jim Johnson and I'm in, I'm in charge of Star Trek Adventures. And they were like, oh, yeah, I've seen that game. I've seen your products. I like your products. And that it, that breaks down walls and that I'd never really thought about before. And it's like, it's just, it's just super cool. Uh, and, and again, I'm super lucky to be in this position and I, and I fully, fully, fully acknowledge that. Uh, but I'm also grateful every day that, that I just get this time on this earth with all these cool people making Star Trek shit stuff. I, Excuse me. I, I want to address this actually. I'm going to do our introductions. Then I'm going to come back and address that exactly. Cause I, I do want people to know who we are and be super transparent. So yeah. everyone. I'm Michael Dismuke. I'm a freelance writer for Star Trek Adventures RPG. I started out by blogging with a bunch of other contemporaries on continuing mission which is the number one fan site about star trek adventures rpg and captain's log that i'm the lead writer on and let's introduce jim johnson hey everybody jim johnson i am the project manager and line editor for the star trek adventures rpg and the captain's log solo rpg both published by modifius entertainment low these many years going on eight years now uh that the game's been out i've been project manager for 
four years? Wow, almost five years. Gosh, the time has flown. Yes. Uh, anyway, so uh, co-host on this here show with Michael, uh, going uh, driving steadily toward our 100th episode, which is going to be super awesome. Uh, but more on that later. We will be promoting that. But by the time we show this episode, we'll probably already be in the middle of promotions on that. <clears throat> this is what I want to address. What? I want. I want. I, 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 I'm <laughs> into. <laughs> my favorite emotion is awkward. Um, meaning I like bringing awkward subjects onto the table. I like discussing stuff. I like showing all cards. I believe when you show your hand, the vulnerable will try to hide and not talk to it. I'm like this at work at my company. I have to admit, not everyone may like me, but they respect me because they know if you bring me into a room, we're talking about everything. And I'm going to do it now because this um, week, which of course, this is August, the week of August, uh, third week of August. So Something came up twice that I heard, and I'm going to just address it and kill me if you want to, or vilify me if you want to. But it was about how I, these three books, these four books behind me, um, I had posted um, them up on the internet that I had received all four books. And I just want to say straight up, the reason I did that, everyone, is because I've never written for Star Trek before Jim Johnson opened the door for me. I never thought I would. I was just a super fan blogging and everyone was cool, you know, with with me being a super fan and doing continuing missions along with Tony Pye and Colin Wilson and and ELH and all these other people who are just dropping stuff onto that um, blog out of the love of their heart and the passion of their game. And and so when I put something up there, it was purely because I can't believe I even have my name on a publication associated with Star Trek. It's pure, it's genuine, it's transparent. There's no ulterior motive to it. And on our social media, everyone just kind of throws in. And the thing about Star Trek Adventures that I've dug since the beginning is that you have the creators of the game, whether it's Nathan Dowdell or Jim Johnson or Aaron Paulier or Thomas Maroney coming in from STO. Um, and then you have all these fans just dumping love into the game on social media in any way they feel like in very positive ways. I'm going to say right now, I ain't going to stop doing that. There ain't no way it's going to stop doing it because I can't believe I have the privilege to write for Star Trek. And it's not gloating. It's not bragging. It's just like, I understand this could end at any moment. This license with Modiphius and Paramount is, it's there's no guarantees. So this may be my 15 minutes of fame. I am going to enjoy it because it could end. And I'm appreciative of every fan, that whether it's a writer who has their name in a Star Trek uh, Adventures book or a Captain's Log book, or whether it's 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 a fan who wants to put something up on Continuing Mission, it's all welcome here. And, and so I'm going to be unapologetic about it. In a time where people take offense over everything and social media is known to have all these vitriolic individuals, I ain't apologizing for the one time in my life I actually got to write for Star Trek Adventures <laughs> and I, I don't know how that's going to come off but I'm just appreciative for everybody um, and I hope that that that's the vein that keeps continuing with continuing conversations and with Star Trek Adventures everyone is welcome as long as you're contributing something positive so so um yeah, as long as, as long as I actually have a book with my name in it, I'm going to talk about it. And I don't see why I wouldn't because because I lived my whole life dreaming about a moment like this. So, Jim, scold me if I must, but I just can't lose sleep over this. <laughs> I, I I am going to be the last person to ever scold you, Michael. I think uh, I've been in the writing game long enough now that uh, anything that brings a person joy and 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 gets them excited especially with writing because like writing a book is hard right i mean well i mean writing a book is hard is it's a lot of work it's a lot of dedication it's a lot of putting your butt in the chair and just doing it uh, when when the entire world 
says you shouldn't do that because we don't support the arts. We've talked about this. The society doesn't encourage arts. They don't support the arts. The vast majority of your friends and family, not you specifically, but just in general, you are, are going to shit on you for uh, for for writing a book because they're like, oh, yeah, writing a book. That's not hard. It's like, well, OK, if, if it was easy, everybody would do it. Everybody would write a book. Right. Uh, but uh, right. Um, when you finally finish something and 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 you are able to publish it or get it published, like in, in this case, you you got the book published, you were the lead writer, you public, got the book published, and it's done. Um, that is cause for significant celebration because there are millions and millions and millions of I'm gonna's and I wanna be's and I wanna do this, and they don't they don't put the work in, they don't do it. And that's okay because that's just life, right? You know, sometimes you want to do something and you just don't do it, you don't have the motivation, you don't have the ability. Whatever, whatever, whatever the reason or is. the opportunity, I want to say or the opportunity, or the opportunity I'm not special. It's just I had I fell in the wrong right place at the right time and had the opportunity. And and I'll say, Jim, in your defense, you are looking to give people opportunities too, who yeah. never expected to write before. Um, One of the things that, uh, you know, came up was that some people felt that the way I was posting was promotional to make Modifius money. And again, I have to be super transparent about this is heck. Yeah. Why? Because I remember when my favorite games went under like Marvel superheroes RPG, which to me was from TSR, one of the best design games ever. And I couldn't believe it went under because I knew so many people who played it and, and I loved every time a new material came out or a new compendium with stats for characters. That was so thrilling. And when that stopped, I was like, man, that kind of took the steam out of the game. And a lot of people fell off playing because of that. And I know eventually as Ferengi's go, Star Trek Adventures might lose its license one day at Modifius. It's a, it's a real, it's a, uh, it's a real possibility in business but as much as i can put energy into keep it going i'm going to do that i don't understand why i wouldn't and someone maybe can explain that to me especially when forums like continuing missions are still pumping out technically more content than the licensees because we welcome everybody to dump stuff on continuing missions so anyone who thinks it's unbalanced it's just like <laughs> doesn't make sense to me you know yeah, yeah. No, I hear you. So anyway, you should absolutely celebrate it, Michael. And 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 I think a, a lot of that post came off as sour grapes. And it's unfortunate, but that's just the reality. Like, I mean, yeah, we're here to make money. But when when you look at and I'm not here to defend Modifius, and I'm not here to defend, you know, any of that, but but like you gotta look at the company. And you gotta, you have to understand how the company has grown in seven to ten years. Like all you have to do is look at the credits page, right? Go look at the credits page of one of our one of our early Star Trek Adventures products, um, or any of the other products like Conan or or uh, or Infinity or whatever, and see like how few names are on those credit pages, right? And then you go look at a, a new book that just came out, like you know Captain's Log or. Uh, or uh, Lower Decks or even one of the other uh, product lines or something. And there's like seventy names on there. And like right. the vast majority of those names are staff. Those are those are full time people working for Modifius. And we didn't have that seven years ago. Like I'm a I'm, I'm a freelancer. Uh, you know, full transparency. I've yeah. always been a freelancer with Modifius. I'm never going to be staff because I'm in the states. They're in the UK. I have no interest in trying to figure out how to be a full time <laughs> United Kingdom person with all the taxes and just all that ridiculous. I mean, it's not ridiculous, but all that business stuff. It just isn't practical. But they have a huge staff of people. So like a lot of the money that they're making off of all these products is going right back into the company. And uh, the president, you know, you know, Chris Birch and his, uh, and his, and his partner um, 
are huge philanthropists and, and do a lot of charitable work. So not, again, not defending them, just saying that, you know, someone cynically coming on to Facebook and saying, oh, you know, we're just putting money into, into their pockets. It's like, well, yeah. And um, I want people to keep in mind too. Let, let, let's keep in mind. I have friends who are writers, not only for screenplays and TV shows and stuff like that. I have, you know, I, again, in Silicon, I, I guarantee you my friends who work in Silicon Valley make what? Even any of the writers who are paid by SAG or anything like that. So let's be clear about that. Okay. I, I'm not giving up my day job right at this point. Right. So so what gets me is RPGs are historically known to be the lowest paid income segment of an IP. Like there is just not there. So realistically, just looking at it from that too, if someone happens to actually miraculously make money with an IP, why blow it up? Why throw the bazooka shell at it? You know. So I just I just got to be real about this because we live in such a world nowadays where everyone wants to take offense and everyone's a critic. Um, and, and it's just like I I'm really believe that if someone's having success and I'll go, I'll I'll state this because I'm not into politics. I've talked about this before, but I do crack up at the fact that you have someone who's maybe starts as a mayor and then becomes a senator and they kind of, oh, they're so praised and they're so awesome. And it's like society builds them up just to get them to the pinnacle, just so they can fire at them and knock them down. Like everyone would not get where they are without supporter and stuff like that. And we live in a society where already where where, oh yeah, I'm rooting for you to be successful. But once I get you there, I'm going to blow you apart. We're all imperfect. We all can be picked apart. That's the easiest thing you could do in the world is criticize and pick somebody apart. Easiest thing. But building people up that even if they're imperfect or making mistakes, that you're still rooting for them to be successful. To me, that's the harder task in the world. So I constantly root for people to be successful. I don't care if I know them or don't know them. I don't believe the media, first of all. I just want people to be successful. And so that to me has kind of been the tone you've brought to the game. Again, I've been able to collaborate and talk with people like Jackson Lanza, and, and Dayton Ward and Scott Pearson. They're very positive. Derek Tyler, Attico. We're all, we're all kind of fighting the same fight to be successful. And so to me, when people are celebrating and having a good time and having fun with it, dive in, support them. I mean, it's only going to make us all richer in a sense, right? Yeah, I mean it's it's Star Trek, right? It's positive, it's positive, it's hopeful, it's vibrant. You 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 reach down and pull people up and and support them and work together, and you don't push people down or or you know whatever. So anyway, enough said for me, right? Like I, mean, okay, I, me I agree with you completely. <laughs> Um, I, think. I just want people to know if, if ever anyone complains, I'll just give them a link to this episode and say, this is how I feel. I, I, I just love people. I believe being kind will always be the biggest payoff. And, and do, you know, if, if Chris Birch and Modiphius became multi-million years over this, this would only mean that we have so much content to play for the next 30 years. So I ain't complaining. I never expected to be, have the privilege of being a writer, um, for an RPG. And honestly, it didn't, that was not my motivation in doing continuing missions, nor Tony Pye, nor Colin Wilson, nor all the other dozens of people who've contributed. It was not to make our careers as being writers. We just love the game and want to contribute. So again, open invitation to everyone. Again, I just asked that it's PG-13 because my nieces and nephews peruse the site. Um, and so I just asked, contribute everything. It, it's only making us richer and making Star Trek Adventures, in my opinion, the best RPG ever out there. My bias, mm -hmm. my opinion. Yeah. Nice. Nice. 
All right. All right. <laughs> so, oh, now we can just kind of like let that purge away. We can just I needed to be transparent. Go. Yeah. I, I almost. I, breath. Yeah. I almost feel like that was an episode <laughs> itself. Almost. Yeah. I mean, that was like a, a good solid 15 minutes, right? We could, we could cut that there and go on to the next one. <laughs> well, well what, what I think we should do, actually, let's do this. Because I know our intentions, just so everyone knows, today our intention is to play our collaborative um, captain's log game. And we're going to do that. We're going to keep it going. And we definitely have it scripted. But I do actually want to, this could be the opportunity, Jim, if you don't mind, that we talk about some of our upcoming shows that are happening that kind of celebrate RPG as a whole and some of the people coming on as a as a forward-looking episode and why we've... Um, decided on some of these episodes do you think we should kind of go there for a little bit uh yes uh yes and, and i think you should lead that effort because i think you, you're the keeper of the schedule but also because i'm a, I'm a little confabulated because <laughs> because of the time warp right we're right this episode we're recording this episode now but it's not going to air for another five weeks till september 29th exactly coming out beyond that and it's like okay i don't even know what's going to be happening in five weeks <laughs> right so the, the, this episode uh airs on september 29th because what i'll do is kind of celebrate the past so i have a schedule here and just so you all know how it works wow. is we record stuff out of out of sequence mm -hmm. Because we really base it on when the fans and the talent can come on the show. Um, so by the time you watch this episode, we would have had BC Holmes on the show to talk about an update to the character creator, which <clears throat> I, I doubt any of you do not know what that is <clears throat> if you play Star Trek Adventures. Um, and who knows, by the time this comes out, the captain's log version may be available. I know the button's up there right now not quite activated but again in celebration of the contributors to the star trek adventures universe bc holmes would have come on <clears throat> also we would have had three different um groups that came on by the time this episode airs it would have been the uss pioneer which is the game i i collaborate with with a bunch of star trek writers jim's wearing a hat yep we would we also had the starship tempest who has one of the most amazing produced audio dramas um, that comes on right now. And then we would have also had the cast of Star Trek Preservation on, which are also leading the charge in um, really showing what Star Trek Adventures can do in a gaming setting. They're a fun podcast to watch. So, so again, I just want to celebrate that we have these creators out there that are not monetized in any way or paid by Modifius, but are throwing creativity out there. What do you have to say about them, Jim? We've already interviewed them by the time the show comes on. What's your pride and joy when it comes to watching these creators do what they do? I mean, it, it, it harkens back to what we were talking about earlier, right? It's 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 just the the joy of being able to share this fran this franchise, this 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 universe with other people, and to talk to other people about how much they love Star Trek and how much we love Star Trek, and and to be able to be in a position where we can make cool games that help enable them to do cool stuff, right? Like, like especially with Captain's Log, right? We've been seeing dozens of people writing stories and getting creative about using Chat GTP or just their own creativity to create new stories of Star for Star Trek. And it's like, oh, it's got like like the Star Trek universe just got bigger um, just by this book coming out and people getting to use it and play with it and have fun with it. And like the testimonials I've been reading are 
are humbling, right? Like, like, you know, there was, there was one person who talked about playing the game with their, um, with their, with their disabled, um, disabled son. And there was one who was like, I, I, I don't have any, any people near me who like Star Trek or can play or want to play. And, uh, I was, you know, you know, resigned to never playing it, but now this came out and now I can do something with it. And, oh, and Hey, there's a whole bunch of budding writers who didn't, who were like, they wanted to write, but they didn't have that, that spark of, of inspiration that they needed. Like so many of us need, sometimes we just need that. We just need someone to give us a spark and then we're off and running. Right. And, and they were like waiting for that spark to hit. And then, you know, this book dropped and they're using that. So like, the all these different interviews and art and, and discussions we've had you know in the past couple of weeks that that we've already done but people haven't seen yet mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it, it's just it's just more of that star trek family talking to each other about what we love and sharing it with the fans who are watching the show and listening to the podcast and and that's just reflective of the whole star trek family right like that's just so many people whether you're in the productions or you're just a fan or, or i mean just a fan you know i don't mean that despairingly but like there's just so there's so many people present in the star trek family over the last 56 years and um by and large they're all super well welcoming and kind and helpful and and very positive which is totally fitting into the star trek spirit. i want to add into that too is i've this is what boggles my mind okay so everyone i'm going to turn to my father real quick he's from the south he don't play He, he tells you how it is deal with it you got her feelings that's okay i was in slavery for 400 years you could deal with it that's literally my dad's like that's my dad's mentality about stuff and and people have been criticizing fans for using chat gpt or ai to create their games wait what do you care they're not on payroll it's like if people want to have fun and, and use any tool that they want to in order to play the game why is there criticism about that it boggles my mind let people use whatever they want in order to have a blast with these games and i've been seeing that with captain's log people are doing some crazy uh, one person did an entire screenplay jim i don't know if you saw that yet on continuing mission but they wrote a screenplay and i don't care if they use chappy gpt or not they're not hired by paramount picture let people just have fun in any way they want to with the game and so that that's what gets me is why say no to anything on uh, uh, if people are by themselves especially creating this content right it boggles my mind and, and then coming up oh did you want to say something I, so nope, you took, all good. okay good all right so anyways you can tell i'm on one tonight i'm totally on the crate tonight <laughs> <laughs> i'm so pro creativity I, I guess i'm so yes and i really get irritated with no but people right or can't people so i'm just saying people have fun this game it's a game have fun with it um some of the other stuff that's coming up that we have to look forward to is we have an interview with michael duxbury which is coming up i think you know jim he's one of my favorite sta writers um he created <coughs> ghost rider which is i'll say critically acclaimed by the fans which was in modifius issue three which is free if people want to look for that <coughs> he's coming up for an interview um after after this airs but we also um, have some amazing ones coming up with Dice in Mind, which is, uh, again, a great RPG podcast. They're coming on our show to talk to us about what they do and what they do in relation to Star Trek Adventures. Um, and one of the things that spawned out of Gen Con, I mentioned it, people probably um, you know heard the episode a couple weeks back, is I went to Gen Con and there was this segment on Afrofuturism that blew my mind and really talked about Star Trek Adventures um, as a very forward-thinking um, uh, 
medium for 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 not only Afrofuturism, but any futurism for any ethnicity that wants to live in a future where everybody really has equitable uh, uh, standards. And we're going to have uh, two authors, Mar Maurice Brodus and Derek Tyler Attico. Derek Tyler Attico, again, he is the author for the Cisco autobiography, which is coming out on October 10th. So he's going to be coming on the show um, to talk about where you can really take your games if you really want to diversify and be true idic, infinite diversity, infinite combinations. That's going to be a really cool show coming up. And again, this, these are things you've been pushing, Jim, for a long time with who you invite to write for the game is um, you're just opening the door for more writers. Now, I know for a while you actually... You, you had to take a pause on taking submissions. Do you think you're going to be taking pitches in 2024? What does it look like with your current schedule? Uh, yeah, probably sometime in 24. I'm not quite sure yet. I'm still working through the, uh, the backlog of um, not just uh, stuff that I'm working on in development, but actually the, the backlog of pitches too. Right. So like I had a steady stream of, um, of stuff in development, uh, which is part of that, you know, 40 to 50 projects I'm working on. Um, but at the same time, like I'm constantly feeding the hopper with new pitches, especially from new writers. And uh, I'm trying to get, trying to give everybody an equal shake and an opportunity to to do stuff. And I've got some new people, you know, in, in the works right now, some new stuff with and new, some stuff in development. And uh, right now we're kind of, um, at the mercy of two things we're at the mercy of paramount's review schedule uh because they they're just i mean the review team for paramount is a really awesome team and they are responsible for literally everything that every star trek licensor submits to do stuff right and there's over 100 star trek licensees doing you know books games manuscripts t-shirts tchotchkes whatever and this review team's got to review all of it right uh so there's a there's a, a a process and then there's you know sometimes delays in that process because there's just so much stuff there's so much star trek stuff in the in the in the hopper um so there's that and then there's also the 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 constraints of uh of modifius's um of, of teams right our infrastructure can only su support so many products in development at a time not so much for me but like you know graphics and layout and artists and so on and so forth so like there's only so much stuff i can i can publish just you know practically speaking right just in terms of man or not manpower but people power and uh and timing and, and and costs and all that stuff so like i mean at the moment i'll be honest and say i've got mission briefs and start and standalone adventures for like the next 16 months like wow. in like act actively in development and we've been releasing you know one a month for like the last year and a half now and that'll continue through 23 through 24 even into 25 and and as a result, because those slots are filling up, like if I'm taking pitches now and accepting stuff, you're not going to see it, and you're not going to see it in print or in, in in PDF format for another two years. Mm -hmm. And uh, and so I don't want I don't want writers to feel bad that that I can't take pitches right now because just, I'm full. Like I, we've been I've been cranking hard the last couple of years getting this pipeline going and now i'm at a really great place to like okay now i've got i got enough i need to pause it i need to mm -hmm. shut it off for a little while uh because uh, you know not only do i have new writers to nurture and to and to bring into the fold but i've also got existing writers like you who are and aaron and uh and and al spader and so many others who are super prolific and it's like you know on the one hand i want the 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 consistent people like you and then i also want to keep bringing new people in too right and it's a balancing act um and also we only do so many print products a year right and there's only so many opportunities and slots to put people in i mean if i could put 50 people on a book i 
I maybe would. Ouch. But that that's was, hard. You gave me like 10 people and I almost lost my mind. Yeah, I think I did. I think we had 12 on one book and I was like, this is too much. <laughs> it's not, yeah. Because like, I mean, I liked everybody and I, I really enjoyed all the stuff I was reading, but it was like just logistically, it was a huge huge lift to make that happen and um I mean, i'm not gonna go into the weeds because that's not what we're here for tonight but um the more people the more people you put on a book whether it's artists freelance writers editors proofreaders etc et like the more that list grows the more back-end paperwork there is like you know invoices purchase orders um uh you know cat herding wrangling uh pulling manuscript pieces together so I mean, it's, it's a challenge and i'm up for the challenge but at the same time it's like oh gosh this is so much work yeah and i want to say too jim again uh what in case again a little you know transparency for people the opportunity you gave me actually got me some other opportunities so yeah. i you know I, I don't expect ever to be working full-time for star trek adventures modifius because that's it's again it's an rpg it's just not realistic it's just not right um as scott pearson did an amazing um Twitter post when someone had asked about like, give me some real advice about being a writer. And one of the first things he said was don't give up your day job. <laughs> you know, like it's really a, a small percentage of people who can can do that in the industry. Yeah. And we're hearing that too, with the transparency that's coming out from the WGA strikes. Honestly, you're, I, I've never heard so much transparency about what it's like to be a writer in Hollywood. Yeah. Um, I, I'm a, subscriber to the Delta Flyers podcast. I'm an admiral level on that. And um, Bobby, Robbie Duck and McNeil and Garrett Wong are inviting people to really talk about what they get paid, which is quite interesting. So if they're struggling, don't think as an RPG writer, you're going to be giving up your day job. You know, I'm just being realistic about that. Um, but what you are doing, Jim, and I know this is true from the other writers, is the doors you're opening and like going to Gen Con and meeting people. It's like, oh, you can write are you interested in this project? You're opening doors like that, which is really nice. So I want people to know that, um, you know, Jim's going to give as many opportunities as possible, but I'm realistic. We're like, yeah, I'm not banking on this to pay off my mortgage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah no, no one, no one should be doing that for, especially for the RPG industry and, yeah. and frankly for writing in general. Right. Uh, I think the, the WGA strike and even the, even the acting strike, the actor, the actor strike has been really eye opening because, um, it, both of those are like microcosms of the entire country, right? You got you got a very, very small percentage of people who are at the very, very top. And then you got everybody else down at the bottom. And um and, yeah. and the people at the very, very top, not so much the people at the top, but the 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 bean counters at the at the at the studios and the organizations and stuff, like they don't get it. Right. <laughs> they don't want to they don't want to budge. They got them, they got their money and they don't want to they don't want to share. And and the people doing the work and creating the stuff are like, no, you're going to pay your fair share, or you're not going to have no movies or no TV shows or no <laughs> nothing. And uh, and there's just I don't know how I don't know how it's going to get resolved, but uh, this is a microcosm of, of bigger challenges in the country. And I don't want to get political, but it is uh, no, and we don't. I don't. I don't. I I'm not a political person. I refuse to <clears throat> get political. I want to get back to celebration because we were talking about what's to come. So so the biggest thing is 9:29. This this episode is going to air, Jim, but on October 7th, we're going to be do doing our very first ever live stream produced by Studio Timbo, which is, of course, our very um, our, our producer for this show. And we're taking a leap with this one. We've got a lot of yeses. I'm not going to drop names yet on this one because I'm going to make sure that they drop their own names that they're coming. But we have 
80% of yeses from some of the powerhouses, not just of Star Trek Adventures, but actually from Star Trek. Mm -hmm. um, and so I'm not going to talk about it, but even more so, one of the things me and Jim wanted to do with this, we didn't want it to just be that because we actually feel the powerhouses, the fans too, that support the game. So we're having Uber fans actually come on the show. And this is going to be a two hour, maybe more. We'll see how it goes. Live stream. Um, it's again, we've got it planned. I got commitments um, to be produced, commitments from people to be on the show. Um, and we're going to be giving away a bunch of giveaways. And I know you probably heard about this by now. If you are on our social media, I'll be stream. I'll be talking about this a month before October 7th. Um, but we're going to be giving away PDFs and also hard copies to fans. Um, and it's just our chance to really celebrate everyone who commits to the game and to give love back to the fans. So uh, that that's our hundredth episode extravaganza happening on on October 7th, which we're going to have live. And then we'll later on, people can watch the pre-record later. But again, you know, how we started off this podcast was really talking about our motivation for doing this. And I think this wrap up of understanding on October 7th, that it's all about the fans and love and goodness and giving. That's what we're here for, continuing missions and continuing conversations. Right, Jim? You bet. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. So a lot to look forward to. This is a kind of a special soapbox episode <laughs> of continued conversation. Because if people question our motives, just ask me. I'll tell you. You may not like the answer. That's okay. You'll live. You'll still get a gold star in kindergarten. I guarantee you. I don't, I'm not here to make every human being happy. That's not why I exist. <laughs> right. Right. And you can't. It's impossible. You can't. Yeah. yeah, I mean, especially as as uh, creative, um, and, and this harkens back to the earlier part of the conversation tonight. Um, is is um, you know, if you've if you've done something creative, you've written a book, you've made a made a piece of art, you've done a song, whatever, whatever your creative thing is, and you've done it, you have to celebrate it because you are always going to be your own biggest fan. Right. No matter no matter where in life, no matter how much your you know mom or dad or guardian or whatever says they love you and that they're going to support you no matter what, you are still going to be the only person who actually reads your stuff, listens to your stuff, does your stuff. Um, your family might be appreciative and under and sometimes understanding, but you can't expect your family to read your stuff. You can't expect your friends to read your stuff um, or, or or look at your art, whatever. So you have to be your biggest fan. And I tell this to, to, to novice writers all the time is like, you have to do the marketing yourself. You have to promote yourself. You like, you may not be good at it, but you got to learn. Because if yeah, you don't yeah. learn, no one's going to step in and do it for you. That's why it really bugs me when 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 um, writers are super excited about getting an agent or finding a publisher or whatever, thinking, oh, they're going to take care of me. And all I have to do is stay home and write. Yeah, and that's not reality. Yeah. That is not reality in any shape or form. You you have to put the work in you and you have to you have to be your own champion. And and people don't like to hear that because they don't want to do that. They don't want to do the work and they want someone else to take care of them or whatever, whatever the reason. Um, so when you do something cool, in your case, you were the lead writer on this book. You did an amazing job. They're published. You should absolutely be celebrating that because, um, you know, I will do my best to, to celebrate because I want I put you in that position and I want. Yeah. And I recognize it wasn't by myself. It took a team of <laughs> it took a team of people to support me. It took yeah. a team of people who interacted on 
on on the forums and legitimized continuing missions that where it got noticed. You know, it's it's just not something that, that's why I think again when I see fans, I'm I am a fan first of all. Um, but we're in it together, and if I have any opportunity to open the door for somebody else, I'm going to do it. My personal mission statement I mentioned it before that I find happiness in watching other people succeed. Yep. Period. Period. And I'm going to only celebrate them because I know how hard um, this world is to live in. And so, you know, just, just spreading joy and kindness is just the only way to go. In my opinion, there's enough hatred out there. I don't need to add to that bucket. It's just not necessary. Yep. Yeah. Don't drink the haterade. (laughs) (laughs) So on, uh, on that note, that feels like a good place to call it for tonight. So um, uh, Michael, what's your, what's your gratitude for tonight? Um, I'm going to thank just everybody again, who keeps, participating and you know I'll, I'll thank the people i have had people before say oh is it good enough to put on continuing mission and i'm like yeah it's like i don't care about uh grammar spelling that's not why we're here it's to memorialize and put it somewhere where we store it for you forever so i'm going to thank everyone who's courageous enough to just put yourself out there and share. I never send back grammatical spelling correct. I don't do that, right? And and just thank you for being courageous. So if you're out there hesitating right now, like, this is janky. Do I really want to put on continuing missions? Yes, just do it. Someone will appreciate it. And let this be your start. Um, So thank you, all of you who are courageous enough to share. Mm -hmm. That's great. Yeah. And just a reminder to everybody, Michael's not a gatekeeper. He, He throws open the gates and lets everybody in. So there, there, there are no, you'll, you'll see on continuing mission, there are no submission guidelines, that there are no levels of quality. There are no, there's not even a, uh, unless I'm mistaken, I don't think there's even a rating system. Well, no, no, I do say PG-13 because my nieces and nephews oh. who are underage come there. So I do, I do say PG-13 just because I have kids going on the site. Right. But as far as I know, you don't have a rating system on there for people to rate articles or whatever. You just no. you're, taking, you're taking everything, which is awesome. In fact, I stopped it. I had a rating system and then someone put a good bug in my ear, Jim Johnson, and was like, <laughs> why are you doing your ratings? And, like, and I really meditated on it. And I did an article about why I discontinued the rating system. So thank you for that, Jim. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, okay. Um, anyway, so yeah, anyway, that being said, people do it. If you have a creative bug in you, it, like whether you're being inspired by Captain's Log, or you created a cool tool to help other players play the game and be more effective, whatever, whatever it is, Send it, send it in, submit it, get over that initial fear. And I know it's easy for me to say, get over the fear. Cause like, I'm, I'm scared all the time when I'm submitting stuff to, to publishers or to, to markets or whatever. Um, but you gotta, you gotta do it. Like if you, if you, if you want to write, you want to be creative, you have to get over that, that fear of, of rejection because rejection is just part of the business. And once you, once you accept that piece of it, then things get easier. Um, anyway, so I'll, I'll get off my soapbox. <laughs> no, no, thank you. And so that's my thank you. Who are your thank yous to Jim today? Uh, my thank yous are to the fans. I, I think uh, I always, I always thank the fans, but I can't thank them enough. Um, I am, I am grateful to uh, be a fan. I'm grateful to share this wonderful franchise with so many other fans. I am grateful for all the people that I've met through this game and through and through Star Trek. And I see it growing every day, every week. We see new new members coming into the all the various social media channels and we see more people playing the game and talking about the game and asking questions. And it's like, you know what? I, I wouldn't I would not be able to do this show and have so much fun with you if it wasn't for the fans. Right. If we didn't have any fans for this game, we wouldn't be doing it. Right? Why would we do a show for a game that no one's playing? Right. 
uh, other than us. But uh, um, which so, we have yeah. to give it. Which to that point, we have to give a shout out because the other day we learned that we there's a Polish fan group on Facebook, and I I sat there translating all of their comments in yeah. in Facebook, and I just was so touched that they reached out to us mm-hmm. and that we responded back. So. How cool cool is that? Yeah, it was like I I knew that we have a a small but loyal contingent of fans in Poland, but this was the first time they actually reached out and said, oh, by the way, we posted this thing to the the Star Trek Adventures Polish group on Facebook. And I was like, there's even a there's a Polish Facebook group. Okay, I didn't know that. And then I read the read the read the comments and I was like, oh, my gosh, I I was so touched. And I I told I told the guy I was I was speechless because I just I just sat there staring at it and like, wow, this is really really amazing so i joined I, the group i joined the group i know i'm gonna have to translate everything but keep posting in polish maybe yeah. in five years i'll know some basic polish that'll there be awesome go. there you go uh but yeah so thank you fans uh, uh we wouldn't be here doing this without you so i'm grateful for all of you every day and uh, i can't say anything more than that i think all right idic we ain't stopping continuing so, conversations live long and prosper be safe be well and we'll talk to you all next time 